0: everyone and welcome to our podcast today. I'm Edie Tolbert and I'm Jennifer Edwards and we are Business Besties. Well, hello. Here we are in July. July. Hot, Ugh. steamy. I mean, even in June, we've already hit above 100. I know. In was, Oklahoma. I
1: was just talking to Ron about that. Why is it... Smeltering. Why did we go from, I was wearing a coat, a heavy Mm -hmm. winter coat, Mm -hmm. literally overnight Mm -hmm. to, okay, I'm in shorts and flip flops? You open the door from air conditioning and that humidity
0: (laughs) smacks you in the face to where you can't even breathe. Yes. Welcome to Oklahoma. I don't know if it's like that in your area, but here it is smeltering. I don't think that's a word, but that's my word for this summer, smeltering. (laughs) Because usually that hits around the end of July, 1st of August, and here we are... Yeah. I mean, June was brutal. Yes. It was brutal. Yes. I can't even imagine what July holds for us, but this is our episode number 47.
1: Huh. No, 46. I'm
0: sorry, 46. (laughs) July 7th, 46. Sorry. Too many
1: numbers in there. 46. Can you believe it? No, I cannot. This is our
0: anniversary month.
1: I know. Isn't that crazy? Because so we
0: talked crazy. about this in the beginning. We should do a podcast. We should do a podcast. And then we just jumped in and well, started. Well, how long
1: did we talk about doing a podcast? Oh, at least a year. At, at least. At least a year.
0: At least. Because we would be talking. We'd go, oh, that's great podcast material. Remember
1: when we would laugh? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. And it took us uh, at least a year. And finally, I think we both just said, neither one of us have time to, to research anything. Mm-mm. We're just going to go with the first thing that we know, mm-hmm. which somebody said, anchor. We're going to go with anchor. Yeah. And there you go. There we are. And that's what we got. Yeah. so,
0: <laughs> and so here we are. Here we are A year later.
1: Okay, so what
0: we did um, last month is we asked for people to submit questions. Um, and then we would answer those questions. So that's what we're going to do for the next four episodes. We are going to be answering your questions that you submitted. Um, and see, where, see if we can help some people out out there. So first up, we have Trish. I know Trish through Jennifer. Jennifer introduced us, and she joined a small group that I did, um, Grace Overgrind. Uh, hello, Shay Bynes. <laughs> Shout out. Somehow, I feel like
1: Shay Bynes <laughs> always ends up in our
0: episodes. Her and the biz chick. Yep. yep. Natalie Acton. Natalie Always. Actal. Yes, <laughs> yes. They're, we're like the groupies. She's she's biz chick, and I'm Grace Overgrind. Yes. Yeah.
1: Can I tell you a fun story about Trisha? Yes, tell us. Um, so first of all, I just so appreciate Trisha. She is the sparkle in every party. Mm-hmm. Like she, She's always the one who just wants everything to be fun. And I yes. appreciate that because I'm the serious person. And I'm always the one who wants to like be on task, get things done, da, da, da. And she's like, well, where's the fun in that? And, then, and So I'm always having to back down and remember that um, there needs to be fun in life. Um, but the fun story about Trisha is how I met her. So years ago, and I want to say it was 2018, around there, I had been having this idea about a group of women who were just there to help one another thrive in business. Just not even a networking... Not networking. Like, I've been to every imaginable networking group. It was not networking. It was, how are we going to uplift and hold one another up and be there for the hard mm-hmm. stuff? How are we going to do that? Right. And so, it, this little idea just would not leave the back of my head. And I, you always know when it's God, because mm-hmm. it just won't go away. It won't go away. So, I was at a local chamber event, which I... It was a small town, and it, but it was it's an amazing chamber. If anybody is from this area and you have not attended a Bigsby Chamber event, you really have to. Um, they really understand how to get people networking, and the culture of that chamber is all about networking and it not being smarmy. <laughs> There's that word again. <laughs> so <clears throat> I had explained this, and I'd really been. Protecting this idea because I just didn't want somebody to steal it. I wanted to. I wanted to do it. I wanted to grow it. I wanted to like birth this thing. So we, I was at one of those events, and one of the people that works for the for that chamber, I had a conversation with her, and I said, "I have this idea. It's all for all women." Um, blah, blah, blah blah and she looked at me and cocked her head, and she said, "Are you and Trisha Jorgensen friends?" And I said. I don't know Trisha Jorgensen. And she said, you need to know Trisha Jorgensen because she literally just did this presentation, written out presentation on exactly what you just said. I'm like, no way. So they give me her information. I email her. I explain that I was told that I needed to meet with her. We meet on a Saturday morning in a coffee shop. I don't think either one of us had a drop of makeup on. It was a Saturday morning, hair pulled back, You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. roll out of bed, go get coffee. Kind of never met each other before at all. And we talked for about three hours. Oh, wow. And we could not believe how similar our ideas were. Mm -hmm. How very similar, like almost down to, I think it was so similar, I wanted to call it Girl Boss. Because I felt like that was this name that God had given me. And... I don't remember. She did have a name mm-hmm. for what her idea. So at any rate, we started meeting every week. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those meetings would go hours. And we were so excited. And finally, I want to say we started meeting in F- February. Maybe it was a February. And then it took us months to nail down all the details. Yeah. Now. And then we had our very first official girl boss gathering may eighteenth ish I think, and it was amazing. I think like twenty five women showed up, and yeah. we even charged for it like we yeah. we weren't going to make it something that if you know things that are free are networking. Yeah. this is not how we wanted to do it. We had this whole thing worked out, and to this day, girl bosses are still meeting, yeah, yeah, so it's so cool and it's twenty twenty two it's so cool,
0: so anyway that's All how right. she, Trish just right. comes with a wealth of knowledge and um She's a people person. Oh, my goodness. And she is the shining star. Oh, she is. She's the sparkly one in every sparkly group. Sparkly one. I like that. Yes, She's sparkly. the
1: sparkly one in every group.
0: Okay. So, her first question was, what are the steps in choosing a business bestie? What are the, we really didn't have any steps. I
1: know. So I'm laughing.
0: We didn't really have any steps. Jennifer just called me. Of course, we had talked back and forth a little bit. Jennifer called me and said... No, I think you sent me a text. I did send you a text. You sent me a text and said, hey, I need somebody to hold me accountable. You want to do it together (laughs) or something like that? And I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because I just needed somebody that was outside of my friends group. Yeah. Because not everybody in my friends group is a business owner. Yeah. Not everybody. It's not something that I can talk to somebody at work about. Right. Um, it's not something that I wanted to bring a family member in on about. Right. And so it was like the perfect, the perfect timing, the perfect setup. And I don't know at what point we ever decided that we were business besties. I don't know. I think that That, that, it evolved. Yeah, it evolved over time. (laughs) But, um... But that's how it started.
1: Yeah, and I I think what was her question?
0: What steps are the steps in choosing a business bestie. You
1: know, if we were going to assign steps, and she Edie and I have not talked about this, so I'm just going to throw this out there. Yeah. Um, I would say that if you wanted steps, number one, pray. Yeah. yeah, I would say pray. I do believe we have a podcast on this. Yes, from early. several. It was early, early, on. early. Um, I would say pray about it for sure, mm-hmm. and um. Go into it knowing what you want. Yeah. Had I just sent some random text right. to you that wasn't as specific as the one I sent. Right. I don't. You may not have been as interested. Right. Right. But I needed something very specific for right. another human. Yeah. And you were. You, God just brought you across my mind. And so um, I would say pray about it. See who God lets bubble to the top. Mm-hmm. And have a really good idea of what you want that business bestie relationship to look right. like. And for us it was it was pray together hold
0: each other accountable coach each other encourage each other Mm -hmm. and challenge each other yeah i mean yeah that's really i mean can you think of anything else that i mean
1: those are my top yeah i would definitely say that um edie and i meet once a month Mm -hmm. true we do so um and it's in person unless you know there's covid right <laughs> so Do we have to that's a dirty word Let's it is it. sorry <laughs> by the way y'all i did just have that wretched virus again <laughs> last month <Ooh. laughs> uh, but it was not nearly as bad as the first one yes. so um yeah yeah so i say face to face is really important yes it is really important
0: um make it a priority put yes. it on your calendar just, and that i think that was the drawing factor for us mm-hmm. is because we needed to literally make time mm-hmm. for it, mm-hmm. and we do our quarter planning, we do our monthly planning, mm-hmm. we hold it. That's when we hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Did you? What? How did you progress in this area? This area? and this area? Yeah. So, um, and it just helps us feel like we're making progress as far as our business goes when we have somebody yeah. to talk it, talk it over. Not through email, not through text, but in person. Yeah,
1: I mean, we do text a lot, but mm-hmm. it's those face to face meetings that really. Um, make the difference yeah absolutely okay second question
0: do you keep each other on task meaning are you each other's accountability partner we just kind of um yes
1: so for example um edie has some interesting transitions going on in her world which have not completely been defined but there's enough glimmer and glimpse of what's happening that is definitely outside of what she's currently doing yeah super exciting super exciting and she's allowing it to stress her out a little bit mm-hmm. and so in a text uh last week last week last week she said something about really having a hard time sleeping for the last couple of nights <laughs> and my response my very first response was have you journaled that out <laughs> And I don't know that if I answered
0: that right away or if I pondered it with steam coming out of my ears at the same time. And the answer was, no. No, I haven't. But let me do that. And I did. And I slept better. Really? Seriously. Seriously. That's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. And the fact that I'm in Second Timothy and I've sent you a couple of things. Yes, you have. Second Timothy that have really just... Giving me peace,
1: and you know what else is an accountability thing, Trish, that we do, and for everybody. Yeah, I feel like I'm talking to Trish here. Yeah, Um, is that um, those Bible studies that she and I do? um, We share those Mm -hmm. important heavy revies that we have, Mm -hmm. and it really does. I, I believe that probably as much as anything else that helps each of us understand the other person mm-hmm. on a different level because if something hops out of off the page to me mm-hmm. and I send it to her and say this relates exactly to how I'm feeling and she's going to understand even better mm-hmm. how I feel about something if that particular scripture hopped off the page at me
0: well and even one step further than that in our mastermind group there's another lady in our mastermind group, and we realized in our last meeting that we're kind of walking the same territory out mm-hmm. and because Jennifer challenged me <laughs> to <laughs> to journal it out because I'm in Second Timothy, and a lot of that is is applicable to what I'm walking through, I sent it to her too, and so that blessed her too, oh yay, and so you know sometimes you just need your business bestie to say. Have you journaled that out? Yeah. Well <laughs> and just it, never know because it brings it brings the fogginess to minimal fogginess, not overwhelming fogginess, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, and you can actually think it through yeah. and don't get to that paralysis, which we've talked about so many times. Yes. Um and I could feel myself, mm. I could feel myself, mm. you know, kind of pulling on the reins, but then going ahead, you know, slacking the rope, pull it tight and um, that's not where I wanted to be, and I knew it, Yeah. but I just... And then when I'd go to bed at night, you know, I'd make it through the day, keep myself busy, keep my head down, do my work, and then when I'd go to bed and I was exhausted, I just... That one little thing I'd think about and then <laughs> off of my mind would go, nice. and it was like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut <laughs> up! Go to sleep! The rest of me wants to go to sleep! <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's very important.
1: Well, and I... I think it's important that um, in knowing someone in this way, my first response was, have you journaled it out? Mm-hmm. Because I know you well enough mm-hmm. to know that that's helpful to you. Yeah. I wasn't going to berate you. I wasn't going to ask if you'd taken sleeping pills. I wasn't going to ask if you'd gone walking. None of that matters. None, right? Pardon me, you guys. I am dying with allergies over here. So all this (laughs) throat clearing stuff, it's it's absolutely, if I don't do it, you are not going to hear my voice at all because I'm losing my voice. So um, I knew Edie well enough to know that journaling was going to be the answer to that. And she knows me well enough that if I come to her with some business-related angst, she 's going to know immediately what to tell me to go do mm-hmm. the action to take right right. We action. know each other well enough to know what action to tell mm-hmm. the other one to take without having to worry yeah. i didn't have to put forty smiley faces no. or or preempt that with i 'm just saying this because I know you yeah. I knew, and she knew i wasn't being bossy no. or whatever no. and you don't have that's what 's nice too mm-hmm. in texts or emails or whatever. There doesn't have to be all of this, all these disclaimers, whether it be yes. with emojis or no. actual words of anything. No. Oh, Edie has you don't like. You have to build up before yeah. you ask
0: the question. It's just straight to the point. And, yeah.
1: Yeah. I was, there is a time and it hasn't been that long ago. Something was going on. And I mean, she just set me straight. Like, I don't remember what it was now, but I mean, she just, there were, there's no. I think it was during your house. Yes, it was. I think it was. Uh huh. And I was just all whiny and gripey, and I, I mean, she just said me straight. I think I just said, stop it or something. You, she actually did. Yes, those were the words. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Yeah, stop it. No. Yes, it was. Yes, it, yep. I remember the situation. Yep. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, and I don't, there's no offense taken there. Yeah, yeah. I know that anything that she says to me is truly out of a business bestie relationship. Yeah.
0: Well and I remember and I don't I I don't know if this was one at our one of our planning meetings or if it was after or maybe I was just I was looking back, I don't know. Um but Jennifer had wanted to reach out to a certain event center for her retreat that she's wanting to have in the fall. And um I just I think I just shot you a text and said, Hey, by the way, did you ever follow <laughs> up with da 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 and you were like Actually, no, I didn't. And so she and did. And I did. And then I yeah. did. So <laughs> it it not only helps us um, with each other. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's just those things that we we write them down. We pay attention, and that's what we're there for. Yeah, is to keep each other on task. Yes. Um, to see, you know, you, you like we always say, you can't move a parking car, a parked car. Right. You can't move,
1: you know. You can't turn a parked car. You can't turn a parked but car. But if it's so. moving even a little bit, mm-hmm. it can be course corrected. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I was just thinking of another uh, accountability situation where there were some things going on in your business. And uh, like a day later, I was thinking about mm-hmm. it. And I wrote out... Something about needing to forecast, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, and come to find out all the things that I Mm -hmm. made suggestions of, okay, so this doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. Make sure that there's this, 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 and this. She had already done. And it was one of those things where you just couldn't possibly have known. Right,
0: right. So good. So good. All right. Her third question is, why does one need a business bestie? Well, because of all the things we just (laughs) said. <laughs> and more, and much much more. Um, I just want to say that
1: how long has it been? Well, at least I, you, and I started having lunch on a very pretty regular right. basis. Uh-huh. I know in twenty seventeen, yes. ish, maybe even twenty sixteen, yeah, yeah, because that was around the time. Um, I, my seasons were changing in my life.
0: And I'm fairly certain it was, it was 16 because that's when I met with you about launching a nonprofit. Yeah, that
1: makes so it sense. it was, it
0: was right after that Yeah, because it was based on that meeting. And then you told me what was going on with you wanted to, you know, you were start, you just started a business yeah. and all, and then yeah. it was shortly after that you reached out and said, Hey, and yeah. I said, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So does one need one? Yes. I think that um you know, and you may not call it a business bestie, maybe that's not your title for it for it, but um just by having Jennifer um because she is on, an entrepreneur, because she is a woman, because she is a Christian, um having that those regular meetings mm-hmm. and all the knowledge that she brings to the table for me has just, it's totally made a pivot in my life. Totally. Aww. Totes, totes, man. Cool. Totes. Very cool. I'm trying not to cry.
1: Oops. Don't cry. Don't, <laughs> cry, don't cry, don't cry, because you know if you cry, I'm going to cry. Don't cry. <laughs> deep breaths, deep breaths, deep breaths. Yeah. Um, I believe wholeheartedly, and I don't know if this applies to every human. I don't know if men need business besties. I think they should have business besties. I think
0: they do. They probably don't call it a business bestie, but I'm sure they Maybe do. Maybe they'll
1: call it a... I don't know what they would call it. Anyway. I don't either. But Whatever that guy talk is, I yeah. don't know. And I don't even feel like it has to be between entrepreneurs. Right. I feel like if you are someone in the corporate arena, um, if you're in a leadership, especially absolutely. if you're in a leadership absolutely. position, absolutely, find someone who very much is as close to your situation as possible. Mm-hmm. As close as possible. Tricia and her husband um, are a real estate team. Mm-hmm. That's very unique. Yes. Very, very unique in that typically you don't have a husband-wife. Mm-hmm. So for them, it may be another husband-wife, maybe Absolutely. not in real estate. Maybe. Maybe not completely in real estate, but maybe in something similar. Right. And again, or maybe Trisha just needs that for her. I'm not saying Trisha needs it. I'm saying Trisha could have that for right. herself. Right. In some other person that kind of serves in a role similar. Yeah. Whatever that might look like. Yeah to just help. Like, sometimes it's great to just have that conversation. You
0: know, and, and here's the thing. I mean, I know at our church, and I know you guys have um, community groups too, or small groups, or whatever you want to call them, but they they always, um, like moms meet with moms, mm-hmm. and they talk about, they might talk, not talk about parenting, maybe they just talk about yeah. how to navigate life, yeah. period. You know, um, there are um, guys who like to hunt, and so they get together, their commonality is hunting. Right. But in the mix of all that, it, I'm sure mm-hmm. somewhere along the way, their work yeah. life gets brought into it. So yeah. um, find that thing that you have in common and then build on that. Yeah. And it, community, when God created heaven and earth, he put Adam and Eve together so he knows that we need each other. Yeah. And that's, that's what it's all about. That's yes. what it's all about. Do not isolate yourself. No. Find somebody that that um, can, can like-minded so that you can actually, you know, you have something in common and then yeah. build off of that. Absolutely. Well,
1: and isolation, we could go down lots of rabbit holes oh, yeah. here right now, yeah. but isolation is, I think, one of the fastest ways mm-hmm. that Satan can get you alone um, and uh-huh. be you senseless. Yep. With and all of his lies. Mm-hmm. And the more you're alone, mm-hmm. the the worse it is. Yeah. And it is, it is imperative yes. that whatever it is that you're going through, that you mm-hmm. don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. Don't do business alone. Mm-mm. Don't do whatever kind of business you're in. Whether you are a leader or an owner or mm-hmm. not. Any of those things. Mm-hmm. Don't do it alone. Yeah. Because... The moment you let yourself get by yourself mm-hmm. and not have someone to to have that conversation yeah. with, yeah, is when things go south. Yeah. It doesn't matter
0: if you're single or if you're
1: married or mm-hmm.
0: if you're a parent or if you're an entrepreneur or if you're the CEO of a billion dollar company, find somebody. Absolutely. Find somebody and um be business besties or yeah. parent besties or whatever that is. Yeah. Whatever that is, find somebody and walk it out with them yeah. for sure. Okay, that's all of Trisha's questions for today. Those are good questions. Thank they you, were. thank you so much for submitting those. Anything else you'd like to add for this episode number forty-six
1: on the July on the seventh of July? No, I um, I feel like we answered those questions. Thoroughly. Yeah. And um I just so appreciate Tricia sending yeah. those in. Yeah. So we always end our episode with
0: a kick in the butt or a celebration. Um got
1: anything? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Celebration. Yes, I have a celebration. Okay, go. Um I have two celebrations actually. I'm only gonna tell them one this time. I'll okay. save the other one. Save for the that, next okay. one, yeah. So, um, I have a new title, which sounds weird because I'm a business owner, but, um, all the things that I have been doing all these years equal up to a certain title that fits better than anything else that's out there. But Mm -hmm. I didn't ever even know of this title. I didn't even know that this Mm -hmm. phrase existed. Until Bizchicks Natalie Ekdahl mm-hmm. and I were chatting, and she said, "You know what it sounds like you this. You're not that that thing I was calling myself. You're actually a fractional CFO." Mm-hmm. And I went, "Fractional CFO? What does that? What mean? in the world?" <laughs> so of course I jumped down the rabbit hole, went down, read all the websites I could find, and sure enough, mm-hmm. I mean I'm not like every single fractional CFO, but I am my own kind of fractional CFO. Mm-hmm. So, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. I am basically a CFO for rent. Yes. Which is really what I've been doing. It's
0: so marketable. And, I mean, when people cannot afford a full-time CFO, yeah. they can hire Jennifer for a fraction of the time.
1: Right. Fraction of the time, fraction uh, of the
0: okay.
1: money. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. Genius! I know. That, <laughs> Natalie, you got to watch her every minute. She's always
0: coming up with something. And so, <laughs> while you were talking, I thought of a celebration um, over the last... I don't know, a couple of months, um, I was asked to get involved on some legislation that had to do with diagnostic mammograms. And um, many of you know that I'm a breast cancer survivor, and the diagnostic mammogram is actually the one that caught my cancer. So when I was asked to join that, I, again, just like when I answered Jennifer, said yes! (laughs) And um, made some calls, sent some emails to senators and representatives here in the state of Oklahoma, and I'm happy to say, not just because of me, it was clearly a village effort, um, but the bill passed and the governor signed it. And, yes. Um, we're just waiting for it to go into effect. And what that's going to do is there are so many women that go for a screening and then are sent for a diagnostic because the screening caught something but didn't, couldn't determine what it is. The diagnostic will tell them, you know, whether it's cancer or not, and then you go for your biopsy. But um, not all insurance companies had a a portion in their healthcare benefits that paid for that. So some women would decide not to do it because they couldn't afford it. Um, So, you know, it was later stages, so forth and so on. So this is a big deal in that it'll catch it early. The insurance will help pay for it or will pay for it. And early detection, better chance of survival. So that's a big deal. That is.
1: And I'm going to brag a little bit on Edie, which... What date did your editorial opinion piece run in the Tulsa World?
0: I don't know. I was I wrote it. I turned it in on May May twentieth, and that was the day of my mammogram for this year. Mm.
1: And then it um, went into publication that Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So y'all go look for it. She actually was asked to write, and I think it was called an opinion Opinion. piece. Mm -hmm. An opinion piece. Mm -hmm. About this legislation. Yeah. And um, so that's really cool. Like, yeah. who gets to do that? I was totally shocked. I was like, I'm not
0: even a writer.
1: Well, oh, but you are. <laughs> mm. But yeah. I'm sorry. Was- what did you just say? <laughs> not a writer. Okay, y'all. She's got a book. Coming out. Coming out soon. soon. And she just said the words, I'm not a writer. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing and I've got my eyebrows raised. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> But, yeah, it was it was pretty exciting. I got to write an opinion. It was published in the Tulsa World. Um, and I do have a book coming out. And she does. In a couple of months.
1: A couple of months, you guys. It's getting close. Share. I cannot wait until we get to share the title uh-huh, and we uh-huh. get to tell them where to go yep. buy it.
0: Yes. It, yes, it's very, very exciting. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, come back next week. We're going to talk about, that's the actual day or week of our anniversary of our podcast. And we do have um, some questions that we'd like to share during that, but we're also going to talk about our anniversary. So make sure that you tune in next week. Thank you.
1: Bye, y'all. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us today. I'm Edie.
1: And this is Jennifer. And we hope that we've inspired you to find your business bestie if you haven't already.